Hi guys, welcome to my podcast. I cannot believe I'm saying that, but welcome. My name is Sydney Buheller. If any of you guys are new to me, I feel like a lot of you guys probably found me or know me from TikTok. I use Instagram a little bit and I post on YouTube sometimes, but TikTok's kind of been like my main platform for the past year, I would say. So I feel like a lot of you guys probably know me from there, but I'm so fucking excited to be doing a podcast. I've kind of wanted to do one for a while, but I just felt like everyone was doing one and it was just very oversaturated. And I guess I still feel like that, but I think there's just room for everybody at the table. I think everybody can kind of bring a different perspective to things and I definitely feel like I can provide value to you guys through this platform. So yeah, I'm just, I don't know. I felt really, really called to do a podcast the past couple of weeks. So I'm just, here we are, I'm doing it. I have no idea what I'm going to call this podcast. I have no idea like what the cover art's going to be, nothing. I just really, really feel drawn to doing this. So I'm so excited to be here. Like I said, I've also just been really craving connection to you guys, which (laughs) sounds kind of cheesy, but it's true. I've been really, really craving connection. And if you guys have been following me on TikTok since like the beginning, you probably have noticed how my content's just changed and evolved a little bit. And I started my TikTok posting like the whole like healthy lifestyle, aesthetic morning routine videos and sharing like random little healthy lifestyle tips with like music playing and just those kinds of videos. And while I definitely think those are helpful and motivational and inspirational, I felt like, I don't know, I just like wasn't feeling fulfilled with posting those anymore because I felt like nobody was getting to know me. I wasn't getting to know you guys. I wasn't able to like relate to you guys on anything. It was just kind of like these really cute little pretty videos. And so I've switched up my content to just be more of me and like my life. Like I'm a 21 year old girl. I go through the same things that you guys go through and I'm just trying to figure out life. Um, And so I think it's fun to post about boys and dating and what I'm doing in a day, what I eat and how I have balance and like all of that stuff. So I've kind of shifted my content because I just want to be able to connect with you guys and relate to you guys. And um, yeah, so I think that's another reason why I kind of wanted to do this podcast. It's just another really good way for me to get that connection with you guys. So yeah, I'm so excited. I'm like a little nervous. I don't know if I'm going to be good at this or not, but I'm just going to kind of try to... (laughs) speak as if I'm talking to my friends because that's what you guys are and yeah I figured for this first episode I could kind of talk about like how the fuck I got here like why am I passionate about living a healthy lifestyle why am I passionate about mental health and your mindset I feel like people who are into fitness health wellness eating healthy Um, changing your mindset. Like, I feel like those kinds of people who are into those kinds of things, they're into it because they've been through something. If that makes sense, it's almost like you hit this like rock bottom, you hit these really low points. And that's when people get into living a healthy lifestyle um, because you're looking for a way to cope and a way to get out of those dark moments. 
And I'm always so interested to hear people's stories on what got them into health, fitness, wellness, all that stuff. So I kind of thought I could share like a little bit of just like my story, like my background, I guess. I don't think I've ever done, I never actually have talked about this anywhere. And I just feel like there's a lot more depth to me than I ever share and show on my social media platforms. So I'm really hoping that this podcast will be kind of a good way for you guys to get to know me more and connect with me more. So yeah, I guess I just want you guys to feel like you have a friend in me and I want to motivate you, inspire you, uplift you, um, help you through whatever it is. Like I just want to figure out life together almost like I want to share my experiences in hopes that I can help you guys out in some way. So yeah, I guess that's like my hopes with this podcast and um, I feel like I've rambled for long enough so I feel like we should get into the episode. I hope that you guys really, really enjoy this. So naturally, I feel like we just should start with my childhood and I'm in therapy and if there's one thing I've learned in therapy, it is that it all goes back to your childhood, like literally everything, the way you think, the way you are, how you are in relationships, like it all goes back to your childhood, which is so crazy, but it really is true. And um, yeah, so I grew up with an older brother and my parents got divorced when I was five, which I don't really remember it. I don't really classify it as like a trauma in my life, but it definitely like is in some way, definitely affected me in some ways. And so I my parents got divorced when I was young and my mom ends up getting remarried and she was kind of in like an unhealthy, toxic relationship. So I grew up with that in my household and yeah, there was just some things going on at home, which I'm not going to get into because it's, it's just part, like it's very personal and it's family stuff. Um, but there was just like some things going on at home that, um, like was traumatizing to me. So I think that was the traumatizing part. Like once my mom got remarried and I had to live with like a new family almost. Um, yeah, there were some things going on. And so that's kind of like when life started getting hard, I guess. And I started dealing with things and I think I internalized a lot of stuff. Like I didn't feel like I had someone to talk to about things. I didn't feel as though I could lean on somebody. I, for some reason felt like I had to deal with everything on my own. And so, yeah, I internalized a lot of stuff and I blamed myself for a lot of stuff. I think I was maybe a little ashamed of like feelings, thoughts that I was having. Um, and I was just kind of like angry a little bit, but I kept it to myself. So it was like imploding in me almost. And Yeah, then I get to middle school and middle school like sucks for everybody, I feel like. And I had this big event. This thing happened with one of my best friends and a boy. And I was already dealing with a lot of stuff at home and just feeling very alone and insecure and unsure of who I was. And so then this thing happens that's like super traumatizing. Again, I don't want to get into details. We all have shit that happens. Um, but I was already just feeling low. And so this really like sent me 
into like an even deeper low. And honestly, I would say it sent me into a huge depression. At the time, I didn't understand that I was depressed. I didn't know what depression was. But looking back, I can definitely say this little like thing that happened in middle school sent me into a depression. And I guess I felt very out of control of my own life at this point. Uh, Like I said, at home, shit was not great, but like I was a child. So I couldn't do much about it, right? I couldn't make my mom divorce somebody that she was with. I couldn't move out of my house because it was toxic. I couldn't like control this situation with a friend. Like I just felt like I was getting dragged through life almost. And I ended up developing an eating disorder, which it makes a lot of sense to me now looking back. I now know that a lot of people develop eating disorders out of wanting control. And so, like I just said, I felt like I had no control in my life. And I think that's kind of how I developed the eating disorder. And I've never talked about this on any of my platforms because I'm honestly like very nervous to talk about it. It's a very touchy subject and it's just a lot. It's very heavy and um, hopefully one day I'll be able to do like a whole podcast episode on it. But I just, it's part of my story and I'm, it's, it's a big part of my story, I guess. And so, yeah, I just want to briefly share it with you guys today and maybe I'll go into more details at some point, but yeah, I developed this eating disorder. This is in eighth grade, you guys. So I'm what, like, or I think you're like 13, 14, somewhere around there. Um, and I, wow, like I just wish I could go back and give like 13 year old Sydney a hug and tell her that it's going to be okay. And that, you know, probably that she should talk to somebody like, again, I was keeping all of this to myself. Um, I don't think I understood that I was depressed because I mean, what 13, like, I didn't know what that was. I don't even think I understood that I was like developing an eating disorder either. Um, I was just, I, I was, it was my way of coping with things almost. And so I'm going through all these really, really like horrible traumatizing things and dealing with it on my own again, because I just felt alone. I didn't feel like I had someone to talk to. I wasn't close with my mom at the time. I didn't have friends that I was, you know, going to talk to about that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah. And I remember this, this thought pattern, like doesn't fully make sense to me, like to this day, but I remember thinking if I could just be as small as possible, like maybe I wouldn't have problems or like my problems would also get smaller. And like, I don't know. I just wanted to take up as little space in a room as possible. I don't know. It it like made me, I don't know. I thought my problems would like go away for some reason. And again, it doesn't really like make sense. Right. But that was my thought pattern at the time. I don't know if maybe I felt like a burden and like at home to my friends, like at school. And so I don't know. I don't know. But that was my thought pattern, which it's crazy. Again, I wish I could just like go give myself a hug back then. Um, but yeah, so I'm dealing with that and moving into high school. So freshman year of high school, 
I ended up quitting dance. So I grew up dancing from probably like the age of six or seven all the way until 15, 16, 15, I guess, freshman year. Um, And I quit dancing because I honestly think the eating disorder was just, it was draining me. And the thoughts were like controlling my day, consuming my mind, sucking like everything out of me. I feel like honestly, at this time, I was probably such a bitch. Like I was just number one, going through a lot. Number two, consumed by like the eating disorder thoughts. Number three, just talking so poorly to myself. And yeah, I mean, my self-esteem, my my self-worth was just like in the trash, like negative 100. And so I don't think I could give anything to anything else. Like I was like just being awake and having to deal with my own mind was exhausting. So I quit dance, which is really sad because I was, I was good at it and it was a, a huge, huge passion of mine, but it was a lot. I mean, if you dance or like cheer gymnastics, it is a lot. I had practice like every day for hours after school and then we would compete on the weekends, travel. So it was a lot, but it is really sad to like look back and think that I, I quit honestly because I had an eating disorder that was just totally taking over my life. Um, so I quit that and this is like around the time when I met my now ex-boyfriend. So like I said, I grew up, just felt very alone, didn't have anyone. And I meet this guy and he kind of becomes like, I don't know what it was, but we just kind of clicked, I guess. And we all had those people in our lives that we that just click. And so he was just one of those people that I ended up clicking with. And I think he made me feel comfortable in some way. I don't like, I don't know how, but he kind of became like my best friend. And I talked to him about some things that I wasn't talking to other people about. I didn't tell him everything, but I definitely told him more than I was telling anybody else. And I was a little bit more open to him than anybody else. And so we became best friends. We were hanging out a lot. And then we start dating eventually. And I'm still dealing with just being depressed and the eating disorder, but I was excited, you know, to have like this person now. I felt like I almost had somebody and I, you know, it's kind of dangerous, honestly, to rely on somebody so much. And I was just young. I didn't know what I was even going through, but yeah, I guess I ended up really, really relying on him and, um, it all makes sense. Again, going back to my childhood, it all makes sense why I got into this relationship at this time. I obviously grew up with an unhealthy, toxic relationship in my household. So that's what I grew up with as my example of what relationships look like and what love looks like. And so what was familiar to me and what was comfortable to me was just toxic, unhealthy relationships. And that's kind of what I guess I ended up attracting. Um, so yeah, things, I guess things just turned quickly with him. Um, our relationship, it just kind of, it was good for a little bit, I guess in the beginning, maybe like a little bit of love bombing going on to be honest, but then it turns into 
is just very emotionally abusive. And it took me a very long time to come to terms with like using that word because I don't know, I feel like the word abuse is just so strong and scary. But um, yeah, it was just very emotionally abusive. And I was in such a vulnerable state, you know, my where I was at with myself wasn't great. And so I think that's what what kept me in that relationship. If I was to get into a relationship like that now, I'd be dipping out this second, you know, something comes up. But at the time, I just, I didn't know. Um, I felt so shitty about myself. So I was looking for that validation from him. And again, it's just kind of like what I knew. It's what I grew up with. So I'm in this relationship, abusive relationship. I'm pretty much abusing myself, you know, with the eating disorder. And I develop really, really bad anxiety too on top of being depressed. And again, I don't think I understood it was anxiety. Like I was having full-blown panic attacks and I just like, I didn't really know why at the time, which is so crazy, but panic attacks are so terrifying. Um, and yeah, I just, I remember like waking up in high school and the first thing I would do in the mornings, um, is cry. Like, I think I would open my eyes and I was just like, not, I did not want to face the realities of my day. I did not want to go throughout my day having to listen to my own thoughts, be in my own head. I didn't want to have to face people at school. Like, I mean, I, I literally, the first thing I would do is wake up and just cry because I wanted to, to go back to sleep. Um, and just be asleep. Like I, I just did not want to, yeah, face my realities. And that's, that was high school for you. That, that sucked a lot. Um, but I think also in high school, I kind of, so I, I remember I started going to the gym. It's probably like the first little healthy habit that I ever developed. Um, and I remember I went to the gym and I think I was going for the wrong reasons at first. This is the eating disorder talking. I really just wanted to go to be skinny, I guess. And what I ended up noticing though was the gym helping my anxiety. And so this was like my first example of a teeny tiny little healthy habit, like one hour out of my day, really transforming something for me. So it was my first taste of like, oh, like maybe I can change how I feel and manipulate, you know, my day in order to make me feel better. So I was, you know, into the gym a little bit in high school. My um, eating disorder kind of went in and out. I went from restricting to then like binging a little bit. And then I remember I tried to be vegan for like a year. Like I was all over the place. I think I was still wanting to have that control. I didn't want to let go of control. So I'm just kind of working out a little bit, trying to work on my anxiety and, um, yeah, still struggling with my eating though. And then I remember towards the end of high school, I'm still dating my boyfriend at the time and things had gotten a little bit better. I was kind of at a point, I hit like a rock bottom point towards the end of high school 
where I was like, holy, like I, I just want to eat like a normal human being. Like I just want to live a normal life. I'm tired of these thoughts. I'm tired of being on this like hamster wheel cycle of things. And so I remember just really diving into like doing my own research on stuff. I think naturally I'm just very interested in like diets and nutrition and stuff like that. So I remember kind of diving into like researching, listening to podcasts, looking up recipes and trying to find ways to like eat healthy without counting calories. So I made myself give up counting calories because that was kind of my my eating disorder was really like counting calories um, and restricting them. So I made myself stop doing that. I started trying to kind of just eat healthy still. I wanted to eat healthy, but I wanted to eat like normal and not obsess over it. So I remember towards the end of high school really doing that and um, took me a long time. It's been a really long journey with my eating. I feel like I've just recently gotten to a really, really good balanced place with my eating. But yeah, I definitely just dove in because I got so sick and tired of being on that hamster wheel of restricting, then binging, then trying to find a new diet. Like it was exhausting. So yeah, I think like I just tried to start cooking for myself and, um, I wanted to, I had done both extremes, right? I had done where I was barely eating anything. And then I had done where I was eating everything. And so I wanted to find this like happy medium. And I really started to try to work towards that. And I tried to change my thoughts about food and stop looking at it as numbers and start trying to just eat things that I knew would make me feel good. So that was the end of high school. And then I graduated 2019. um, And then 2020 COVID hits. And this is just my truth. I know it's a little insensitive of me to say, I guess, but um, this was a really good thing for me. COVID happening was a really good thing for me. It gave me this space and time with myself. I mean, I had so much time, like uh, we all did. Like there was nothing to do except to be at home, be with yourself, be with your own thoughts. And so while I had already kind of developed like healthy eating habits and like I was working out and stuff, I hadn't really like had a healthy lifestyle, I would say yet. And then when COVID hits, I have this time with myself and I really want to just like feel my happiest. I want to feel my best. I had just spent the last like four or five years feeling like absolute shit And just like being depressed, being anxious, having panic attacks, like all of it. I just wanted to feel happy. And I had the time to dive into working on myself. I almost like saw myself as a project at this time. So I think this is the time when like I I developed my morning routine, I would say, because I had so much time in the mornings now. Um, I didn't have anywhere to be. I didn't have school. I didn't have work. I it was COVID. So I really developed my morning routine at this time. And I remember this is when I got like the daily stoic. I got the journey to the heart. If you guys follow me or like you've been following me, you totally know these books. Like they, it was such like a brand for like, so on brand for me to like always post those books on my stories. But anyways, this is when I really get into my morning routine. So 
I'm listening to podcasts and doing research and stuff like that. Again, it just kind of naturally like I'm interested in that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, I curate this whole morning routine, no phone, no social media for the first part of my day because I knew it was going to be good for my mental health to, to not be on social media. I'd make my bed, drink my water. I started journaling. I did a gratitude journal. I think I heard a lot about this on maybe the Skinny Confidential podcast um, or maybe Ed Milet, something like that, some podcast of some sorts. I heard a lot about gratitude journals, so I started doing a gratitude journal, and then I would make myself a healthy breakfast. I would work out, go for walks while I listened to podcasts. Like I really, really dove in deep because, again, I had just spent a lot of years just not feeling great, and all I wanted to do was wake up and feel happy. Um, so yeah, the journaling is what ultimately I think led me to break up with my boyfriend at this time. So I was still dating my boyfriend after I had graduated. And I remember journaling and being like, holy shit, like this is not okay. The way I was being spoken to, the dynamic, the way I was being treated, like I was just like, holy shit, like this is not okay. It's almost like all those four or five years that I was dating him, I was too in it to see it. And the second that I wrote it out and I could like see our relationship from an outside perspective, I was just like, like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, uh, this is not okay. So I remember journaling about that for about a month, probably. I was so scared to break up with him. I mean, I relied on him for all those years and I was kind of isolated from my friends and, you know, I was being manipulated. So I, I had these like irrational beliefs, I guess, about like if I, if I wasn't with him, like nobody else was going to love me. Um, nobody else liked me. Like he was the only person that would ever like me. Um, and I was like, oh, trying to justify, look, well, maybe this is not so bad, but I kept journaling. I kept at it. And I think one day he just like did something that I, it was, it was pretty normal of him to do, but it was like the last little like tipping point for me. And I was like, okay, this, I'm not doing this. I don't want to feel like this. I'm done. And so I ended up breaking up with him probably like a couple months into COVID after starting all these little healthy habits. And don't get me wrong, I was very sad and scared, like I said, and I felt lost and it's kind of all I had known for a really, really long time. I mean, I kind of grew up with him. I was with him throughout like my developmental years and yeah, so I was I was definitely sad and stuff, but I remember having this like feeling like this hope inside of me and like this feeling of like, okay, maybe this is just like a new beginning. So instead of looking at this as like an end of something, how about like, this is like a new beginning. I felt like I didn't even know who I was anymore at the time. I, I don't know. I just felt like I wasn't Sydney. I was like, who even is Sydney? Like, who is she? I want to get back to her. I didn't 
didn't have like a solid group of friends. I didn't have, I didn't know what my interests were. I wasn't, you know, putting me first for so many years. And so I was like, now's my time. Like, so I remember kind of also having like this little bit of like hope and excitement that it was like a new beginning. So I continue doing all these little healthy habits, my morning routine throughout COVID. I start hanging out with friends again and I eventually ended up moving out of my mom's house into my own apartment and I really spent you guys like the next, I want to say like one to two years was just me trying to figure out who the fuck I was on my own and trying to unlearn all of these crazy beliefs that I had from my relationship and just healing my relationship with food and trying to build up my self-confidence, my self-esteem, trying to learn my own worth and understand that like I was valuable. Um, and yeah, I really spent the next one to two years, like even once things started to open back up after COVID, I, I remember I really stuck to my morning routine. Like I, it was like my religion. I was like, I'm getting up and I'm doing this no matter what, because I really, really started to feel different. And it was crazy to me that, you know, getting up in the morning an hour earlier, making my bed, drinking water, doing a gratitude journal, like all these little things. It was crazy that those things were what was transforming my life. And I had been on medicine before actually in, in high school at some point, I think it was like, it doesn't matter. I was on it at some point. I remember I got put on Lexapro and that didn't really work for me. So it was, I remember thinking like, wow, like Lexapro couldn't work, but like these natural, like just daily little habits are literally transforming my life. And I thought it was so cool. And I think this is the time when I kind of wanted to start sharing what I was doing on social media. So I really, you know, was like, "Ah, this is fucking cool. Like this is transforming my life. I feel like a totally new human being. So I got to share this with people. And so I think that's kind of how I got my start on social media with sharing my healthy lifestyles because I was just like so fucking shocked that like making your bed in the morning and like having a morning routine could like change your life. And I wanted to share that with other people who could possibly be going through like similar shit to me. So that's kind of how I got started on social media. And yeah, ever since then, I just like, I have just really been sticking. Like I notice such a difference when I don't live my healthy lifestyle and, and practice these habits that I spent one to two years developing. Like I really noticed a difference and my panic attacks. I could not tell you the last time I had a panic attack. I feel like I totally like pulled myself out of a depression and I feel like I'm, I know myself now and I know who I am. I'm so happy, like just being alone, being by my, I don't feel like I have to rely on anybody for anything. And I'm not perfect. I still have a long ways to go, but it's just still so crazy to me that like me choosing to incorporate, like build a new life for myself, like a new lifestyle for myself really like cured me, healed me. 
and has taken me so far. Um, like I, I'm a totally different person than I was even just a couple years ago. And I'm happy, like I'm genuinely happy and it's just, it's crazy. And so I guess that's kind of like how I got my start into health and fitness and it didn't start out, um, the best, but that's like my, that's the story, right? Like I hit so many lows and I was, I was at such a rock bottom that I started reaching for these things to try and help me. I was desperate. I was like down to try anything. And all of these lows and all of these rock bottoms, I mean, think about me like waking up in high school every day and crying immediately because I couldn't, I didn't want to face the day and having panic attacks at school, like in the bathroom by myself and like just feeling so down and being in an abusive relationship and having an eating disorder, like literally me just hitting all those rock bottoms and choosing to one day, like change my life with tiny, tiny habits. Like it's amazing and it's crazy. And I guess that's how I got here. And I wanted to kind of share that with you guys just to, I don't know, inspire you. I feel like if you're in a place maybe where you're feeling low, like you, you have the power within you to change, to make that change, to be happy. You've got to take control over your life, over your thoughts, what you're doing, because you deserve to feel happy. You deserve to feel like your true authentic self. You deserve to wake up in the mornings and be excited about your day and happy. Um, and, you know, I, I never want to get back to that place that I was all throughout high school and even a little bit after high school. Like, I do not ever want to be in a place even close to that. And so I continue to do my gratitude journal. I continue to journal. I continue to work out. I continue to try to eat healthy and be balanced. And I try to change my thoughts and talk nicely to myself and do my affirmations. I'm in therapy and I do it because I want to wake up happy and I want to be the best Sydney that I can be. And yeah, I don't know. I hope that I made sense in sharing that story and I hope that it inspires you guys to, I don't know, maybe start including some healthy habits into your life. Um, because again, you, you deserve to feel your best and to be happy. Um, but yeah, I hope that I didn't go into too much detail or too little detail with that story and with my journey to where I'm at now. Um, but yeah, that's why I'm so passionate about like mindset and sharing little like quotes on my Instagram story and sharing my workouts with you guys and inspiring you guys to make your bed and journal because it's what literally pulled me out of the deepest, darkest like time in my life. And oh my God, I'm like getting emotional. Okay. I did not expect that out of myself, but, um, yeah, it's like, it's the little things that got me out of this like deep dark hole. And if I can inspire even one person to 
you know, do that for themselves, then, then I feel like my job here is done. So hope you guys really, really enjoyed this episode. Please like leave five stars if you can. I think that's how it works on Spotify at least. Um, because I know it'll really, really help me out and support me. And you guys can follow me on Instagram if you want on YouTube, TikTok. It's all just my name, Sydney Buheller. Um, I really, really appreciate you guys being here and listening to me and connecting with me. Um, I'm so, so grateful for you and I love you guys. I hope that you have the most beautiful week. Please, please, please message me and let me know what else you want to hear from me. I love you guys. Thanks again for listening. I hope that you enjoyed it. If you were in on a hot girl walk, if you were cleaning while you listened, hope you enjoyed. And I will see you or not see you guys. I will talk to you guys in my next episode.